Hey everybody, this is Joe, and I'll be your dungeon master for the You Meet in a Tavern podcast. Thank you for joining us and giving us a shot. Uh, I want to say, just right off the bat, lay this out there, we were super excited to start this podcast. So the first two episodes were before we really got our audio quality down, Pat. Um, we are much better now, if you if you can just tell by my voice here. Um, but if you get through the first two episodes and think, oh man, is this always going to be like this? I promise, promise, it is not. We get much better. We add music and all sorts of good stuff. So stick with us. If you like what you hear and you want to get more involved with the community of You Meet in the Tavern, we are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those great social media sites at YMIA Tavern. We're also, we have a subreddit at r slash YMIA Tavern. If you are a Discord user or want to get in touch with the community that listens to the You Meet in the Tavern podcast, you know, we talk to community members, we talk to listeners about episodes, about D&D, about anything related to gaming and fun stuff. So join our Discord. You can find an invite link on that on Twitter and Facebook, or you can use the invite code capital F-A, lowercase E-C, capital S, lowercase C, capital M. Okay, guys, that's uh, enough from me. I hope you enjoyed the show and stick with us and let us know what you think. All right, see you later. Bye. to see who wants to introduce themselves first. So Kirk rolls a 13. Three. I rolled the 19. All right, Brian, why don't you go ahead? Go. Well, you, why don't you say, say uh, what your name is and what uh, what is your experience with D&D, if you have any. Uh, my name's Brian. I have very little experience with, with D&D. Uh, I'm expecting to die right away. <laughs> All right, this will be a great podcast then. Uh, Kirk, why don't you go ahead? Uh, Kirk, I've played a little bit of 3.5. I don't know, what what are we playing, version 5 now? Yeah, we're doing 5th edition. Playing version 5, first time doing that. Um, I will be your halfling monk, Tug Mugbar. Nice. Yeah, we'll get to character stuff in a minute. Uh, Jamal slash white boy Chris Tinsley. Uh, My name's Jamal slash white boy Chris Tinsley. I have no experience playing Dungeons and Dragons, but <laughs> lots of experience with other nerd shit. <laughs> all right, perfect. Uh, all right, so why don't we get into uh, players who you guys are playing your characters, um, and then we'll 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 kind of get this thing started. So uh, let's see, Brian, you want to go first? Tell us who you're playing. Uh, I'm playing Carl, a human paladin. I am the youngest child of my family, and I was obligated into the Paladin Order. Wait, 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 wait. Pause, pause. I might edit this out. What? You do have a younger brother. We decided this. No, I don't want him. Let him be (laughs) Gurfs. He's dead. He died since last time. (laughs) Okay, fine. Can I I have a little sister? Uh, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I might have to change some names now, but we can say you have a little sister, sure. No, actually, 
it, it's it's perfect. Let's do it. All right. Uh, Carl has now. Your your name is Carl uh, with a K. Is that your Carl last? with a K? But your last name is with a K. Right now, what I thought would be funny if if you're Carl with a K, but actually spelled with a C. That's so good. Now he has to change all his documents oh, and okay. papers. No, no, no. <laughs> all right, scratch that. Okay, no, we can do it. Let's do it. That's fine. I mean, get out the jumbo Car- eraser because we're changing a lot of <laughs> no, stuff. No, because right then now. I got I got to change all the, the Twitter and the Facebook like profile and whatever. It's fine. Your car, your car with K actually spelled with a K. Uh, keep going. Tell me about your uh, background and stuff. You have a younger sister. Carl now. with a K. I'm a human paladin. I'm the youngest male of my family. Therefore, I've been obligated into knighthood. Sweet, sweet. Uh, let's do a tug. Uh, okay, so, uh, tug mug bar, halfling monk, um, a, a thriving, or striving to be, bartender, but is currently just a barback at the local pub. Very angry little fella. <laughs> Very that's angry it. Like, that's, fella. that's as deep as I went. <laughs> well, see, the good thing about this is, I t- so I told these guys to come up with characters like that were fresh out of college. So you guys, especially you, Jamal, who are a half elf, you don't really hit puberty until like the ripe age of 65. Just so, like in real life. <laughs> just like real life. So you guys can kind of develop characters as you go on. Cause you don't really, you don't really know who you are just yet. You know what I mean? So, all right. Uh, go ahead, Jamal. You're up. Uh, my name is Durf Turf Toe. I am a half-elf druid um, who was previously a burglar, uh, perhaps still a burglar, um, likes to steal from rich people and uh, give his gains to to worthy causes. Um, You're like the Robin Hood of druids. Yeah, something like that. I love it. Yeah, except instead of having like bandit related skills, he's a druid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, his causes like, are animal he's the, yeah. he's the roguiest druid of them all. <laughs> Staunch <laughs> PETA supporter. Right. Derf turf. Derf turf toe. All right, so we got a druid, uh, half elf druid. We got a, a uh, halfling monk, uh, barback, and we've got Carl with a K who. Is actually spelled with a K. He's got a younger sister uh, named Jill. So we'll just before we start this adventure, this quest, um, I just want to say a couple things. House rules. Um, so I don't know if you guys have really gotten like real deep into your characters yet, but we're gonna try to do a bunch of role playing. So um, if you come up with some kind of a character voice that would be sweet we'll make it a little bit more immersive than just uh yourself talking all totally up to you i just think that's a good idea um when you guys when we're in like combat and we're attacking i want you to kind of explain your attack not just i'm gonna hit it with my long sword like tell me how you're gonna do it where you're gonna hit it um that kind of stuff uh we'll get into more rules as we go on but those are the Kind of the first couple things I wanted to say right off the bat. So, um, 
Oh, I guess I should introduce myself too. I, I said I'm the DM, Joe. Um, I've only really DM'd one other game. I do I do want to work, and then I also did uh, I did the Lost Minds of Fandelver, the uh, um, starting campaign that you get with the uh, starter set. So we got a little bit of experience, but not much at all. So we're kind of all new to this. Um, just kind of looking forward to having fun and, and seeing what we can do. So, um, all right. You guys ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yep. All right. Let's do it. <clears throat> so let me read you a little background of where you're at. Uh, I did. Yeah. Uh, did you want me to square away the questions I had about my character sheet now or after we go through that? Uh, what? <laughs> and so it begins. <laughs> the guy who's never played D&D before. All right, why don't you do that now? We'll do that now. Because, I mean, we're okay. going to answer questions, I guess, as we go on. And, probably, and they're all going to be from Jamal. Durf is going to have all, all going to be from Durf, and they're all going to get edited out. No, I would might just keep some in. I mean, this could be a learning podcast. People could learn how to play a D. D&D by Wow, us. that is a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Learn how to play it poorly. Right, very poorly. All right, uh, so why don't you, uh, what's your question, Jamal? So, okay, so basically what I did after, uh, if this gets edited in for our listeners, uh, after we did our practice run through, which was a fucking disaster. Um, <laughs> I had I to save them. To... I had to use my DM godlike skills like three times to make sure they only got hit with uh like a, a one attack damage right it was fine uh, i decided to switch my stat my attributes around to make myself a, a little less killable right uh so i switched my dexterity and intelligence and i'm just a little unclear on how that affects my saving throws and my skills uh, because that was two or three weeks ago. So your dexterity modifier, and next to your skills, you'll see this little grayed out part that says dex. Yeah. Yeah. So and well, and a lot of them they they say whatever ability kind of ties with that skill. So your modifier is going to go in that box, and then when we created characters in your character sheet, it told you what skills you were proficient in or which ones you could pick, and you filled yeah. in that bubble. So. Those skills get that modifier on your ability, but then then you add two for whichever ones you're proficient in. So say right. your dex is plus three, and you pick sleight of hand to be pr your proficiency, you would get a plus five, because you would get three for your ability and two for your proficiency. And then for saving throws, I get... <laughs> uh, druids get, get have intelligence and wisdom, which means I yeah, get... You get plus two to plus your saving Plus two throws. in those automatically. Yep. Same same thing as skills. You add, you put your ability. Well, I have plus one intelligence, which means I have three intelligence for Correct. my saving throw. Correct. Three for dexterity and five. For, we're on the same page. Spot on. And then final question is um, because I changed my dexterity, my armor class, my armor, what is it? AC armor class changes. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, how does that work? I have leather armor. Which, let me get to that. Yeah, if you look in the player's handbook, it'll tell you what leather armor is. Um, looks like uh, leather armor is, that's light, so it's 11 plus your dex. That's your AC. So that would give me 14? If your dex is plus 3, yes. Okay. Yeah. That's not as big of a help as I had hoped, but that's okay. All right. Is that end of the Jamal question time for now? 
are we ready? Yeah, to meet I mean, let's say sure. <laughs> are you ready to meet in the tavern? What kind of meat is it? He's <laughs> <laughs> got jokes. All right, are you ready? Yep. Okay. Background time. You guys are in a town called Woodhaven. Um, I'll read you a little bit about it. The rutted King's Road leads to the foot of a broad hill that holds the walled village of Woodhaven. The village is nestled in the northern foothill of the Hagedorn Peaks. The walls are weathered stone topped by defensive palisades. Small thatched homes stand around Woodhaven, each fronting a small piece of farmland or pasture. Beyond the farms to the north and west lie the dark, misty woods, and to the east, tall mountain peaks. The population of Woodhaven is predominantly human, with a scattering of dwarven families and a handful of individuals from other common races, such as halflings and elves. Individuals from, uh, sorry, most villagers have never traveled beyond the village vale. Uh, the majority of villagers are farmers, though the walled heart of Woodhaven implores various craftspeople as well. The nearest town is a five days ride to the east, but wagons occasionally uh, travel through town, causing villagers to excitedly gather in the market square to hear no news of the outside world and to buy new and exotic goods. The knowledge you have of the world outside Woodhaven is limited to the tales you hear at the annual Harvest Festival, where merchants from around the world visit Woodhaven to sell their wares. Over the years, you've heard tales of mystical mountain ranges that reach above the clouds, vast deserts that span the edge of the world, horrifying creatures that lurk in deep ocean waters, and an evil that lurks far below the ground beneath your feet. So, the story begins with you guys in a small tavern uh, inside the town of Woodhaven. The tavern is named the Leaky Toad. Uh, and I, I suppose, Tug, you probably bar back here um, on, on your work. Yeah, I'm working right, right now. Uh, the town is bustling with activity as everyone is preparing for the Harvest Festival where merchants from around the land come to sell their wares. Uh, so this is basically, the Harvest Festival is basically like a, uh, a big like flea market. Um, merchants from kind of around the, around the, uh, you know, within like a hundred miles of, uh, Woodhaven come and, um, everyone really looks forward to it every year. Uh, it's kind of like, got like a carnival atmosphere. There's, there's games, there's shops, there's all sorts of stuff. Um, Tug, you're just getting off work actually. So you've been working kind of all morning. Um, and Durf and Carl, you guys, uh, decided to meet up at the tavern, um, to, uh, see him off work and have some quick beer before uh, heading out. Carl, your younger sister, uh, we'll call her Jill, kind of follows you guys around all the time. Uh, she's kind of a tomboy. She's got like short, short black hair, uh, likes to follow you around. She she usually wears like a, a long dusty coat that she found in your all's attic, like a wizard's hat, carries around a, a like a wooden sword and She's only about eight years old, so she's just running around the tavern, um, flitting about the room, ducking around like bar stools and and starting up chat with some of the other customers. So yeah, so Tug, you just got off work. You guys are just kind of sitting there by the by the uh, fireplace, waiting to start the festival. Uh, what are you What are you drinking? Uh, well, obviously, getting off work and being the resident uh, leaky toad professional, um, I walk over with a couple pints. Of their finest uh, toad sweat <laughs> ale. Is that is that a, is that an amber? And I and I say and I say it's brand new. 
in special glasses. You have to lick the glass before you take a drink, kind of like a margarita, <laughs> if I can use New World references. Sure. <laughs> you lick the salt, and then you have a drink. It's weird. There's just a film on the glass. It's not any, like, salty consistency stuff. So right. that's uh, that's a sweaty toad or toad sweat <laughs> or whatever I called it, and that's what we're having. And I'm already wasted, by the <laughs> have way. Have you been, like, drinking with the I, I partake when I work. Right. You, you do my like, work is a pregame for my evenings. Like, you get a shot, I get a shot. So I'm, I'm pretty much, I couldn't operate a, uh, a wagon right now. Okay, well, that, that's good because I, you're not going to be operating any wagons. Um, okay, cool. So you guys are kind of imbibing. You're a little tipsy. It's been a couple hours since you've been there. Uh, feeling pretty good. Um, yeah, you ready to do some uh, festival shit? Hold Let's on. See. Is, is uh, Jill here with us? Yeah, Jill's just kind of running around. Um, she 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 kept coming up to your table asking if you could, if she could have some drinks. And Carl, as the like protective big, big brother, was like, "No, no, no, Jill, just just leave us alone. Go do your whatever thing." Let the record show that when I walked up to the table and she was sitting down, I did push her out of a chair. And <laughs> took her chair. Okay. Let the record show. Great, great, fantastic. Carl, how do you feel about that? I uh, I allow it. I mean, she's really annoying. I just keep her around because somebody has to keep an eye on her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. All right. So, um, yeah, you guys finish up your last gulp of uh, Sweaty Toad. Um, I licked the glasses to make sure we got all the slime or whatever it was. Film. Tug takes a nice little lick of all the, the glasses left over. Uh, you guys start to head toward the door. Jill sees you and kind of runs after you, uh, trailing your heels. Um and you open the door to the streets of Woodhaven, and uh, all you see is activity. You see uh, there's big, bright tents uh, that have been pitched up in the town square. Um, you see a bunch of different shops and stalls for games and, and food and, and shopping. Um, there's a bunch of kids running back and forth through the alleyways. Um, Jill doesn't really seem interested in that. She kind of wants to follow you guys. I think she looks up to you. Um, you see, like, jugglers and dancers on the street uh, attracting the attention of, like, several mobs of of people um and, and most of the people you know i mean you've lived in this town your whole life uh you, the shop owners and the people that are selling their wares and running the games you might have uh, are not not used to seeing just because they're from out of town um uh, but you you know most of the guests or the um the townspeople <clears throat> um a few stalls immediately catch your attention uh you see a large green tent to your right that looks like it's holding dozens of like cages uh of various sizes coming from which you can hear like a conglomeration of growls and barks and chirps and stuff. Uh, near this tent, there's a large wooden wall that's covered in targets. Uh, you see an old man running around, um, running some sort of dagger throwing game. Uh, opposite side of the street, you see this old woman hovering over a few tables of like knickknacks and obscure items um, that you've that you've never seen before. So uh, I'll let you guys decide kind of where you want to where you want to head and what you want to do. I vote um, for the cages. Yep, yep, seconded. Yeah, I'm the druid wants to go see the animals. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you guys uh, you guys walk up to this um, big tent, and you see all sorts of creatures. Like, uh, you see, like, birds and, and, and rabbits and um, a few things that you can't, you've, like, never seen before in your life, like four-legged things with beaks and strange, like, feathered tails. Um and this uh, old lady oh uh by the way i guess we should kind of should have figured this out let's just say you guys all have like five gold pieces like you spent a lot of your money at the bar um and you guys have just a little bit left over uh you weren't really 
preparing to do a whole lot of shopping. You mostly just wanted to drink and, and have fun. Um, so you guys have about five gold pieces. Um, so yeah, this uh, this lady approaches you when you guys walk up to the uh, tent, and she's like, mm, "Hello, how are you doing? What what are you looking for today? I've got plenty of magical beasts and mystical uh, mystical creatures that you might be interested in." So do we like fight him? That's a tug is asking this to the lady. Do we fight him? Uh, that we do here. No, you don't have to fight them. They're for they're for keeping and safe safely. I'm not going to sell you anything. You're going to well, beat how up. How do we win this game? How do we win the game then? It's it's not it's not a not a game. I'm selling these things. Do, do you do you guys want anything, or you're just here to to bother me? You guys look like uh, kind kind folk. Would you would you be interested in maybe like um a, a parakeet to to uh. To keep you company, maybe maybe a small newt. Do you have any, you have any lions? L- no, fresh out of lions. Last one got taken this morning. Sorry. What is the most exotic animal that you have? Did you just become British? Is your character? Oh, British I most now? certainly did. <laughs> I'm the man of a million impressions. Oh, <laughs> impressions! I love impressions. What's your what's your best impression? Oh. That cost two gold pieces. Oh, impre- oh, right. Oh, you want two gold pieces for... Well, let, I, I tell you what. You do your impression and I'll pay for the... Uh, how good it is. What would you like an impression of, my lady? Mm, oh, uh, I've, always, I've always wanted... Uh, um, could you do... Uh, could you... Uh, how about... Um, I, I don't know this place because this is a fantasy world, but will you do a Scottish <laughs> accent, please? Uh, I don't do that one. That, that's the one I don't do. Oh, the oh, the only one. Oh, shucks. Well, uh, just throw anything at me. I, I'm I'm open. Let's hear it. Well, would you like to hear? I can go out with some bear some hay. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. What is that? The druid. <laughs> the, dru- the druid. The the one that's next to you. Yeah, he likes animals. He came <laughs> came from the farm. Oh goodness, that's. It's embarrassing for you, I guess. Uh, I tell you what, here's. I, I tell you what. As a party, I, I'll let you three decide. You can have. You can have any of these beasts just for that impression. I'll give you any of these beasts. Um, let me list them off for you. What what you can afford here? I, I'll let you. I'll let you afford pay me. No, well, no. I'm, I'm still gonna ask for a little bit of code. I mean, the impression was good, but fuck, it wasn't that good. Give me a break. Uh. I'll tell you what, you can have, um, I've got this small, uh, two inch tall, white tawny owl. I've got a, uh, a, a small newt. Or, uh, I'll let, I'll let you take this, uh, rat I found, uh, by the sewers this morning. What was the first one? I, I don't know if it, it, it was my, uh, me or you, but it, you cut out for a second. It was a small, two inch tall, tawny owl. Little white, little white thing. Yeah, those all sound terrible. Can we <laughs> not have any of those? Can you just pay us for the impression? Um, <laughs> Fine. What, what do you, you say, Drew? Let me ask you this. I have a cantrip called. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is a question for. This is a question for Joe, not the shopkeeper. Uh, I have a cantrip called Druidcraft, which lets me do uh, distracting shit. Can <laughs> Can I use that and then steal? The rat. New plan. I'm just going to try and steal the rat. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. But if you want to try it, what what kind of distraction does it? You have to roll something, or you just make a distraction. Uh, what happens when I do druidcraft is whispering to the spirits of nature. I create one of the following effects within range, and the relevant one here is create an instantaneous harmless sensory effects such as um, falling leaves, a puff of wind, the sound of a small animal, or a faint odor of skunk. So wait, let, wait, let so me your get face this straight. farting in her face. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna. You're, in, in I would like to create a small puff lady. of wind on something nearby, which will make a sound, which will distract the shopkeeper, and then use um, my stealth and animal handling, which I'm proficient in both, to steal the rat. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> uh, I'll let you try it. I, I want to say just, first of all, you're in a tent full of animals and, uh, you're going to make a small puff of wind noise. Like that's going to be something that she's going to be like, Oh shit. What was that? <laughs> she only has to turn away for a second. I have Maybe, like, excellent you gonna blow it on, like, her, of hand. her neck. Is that what you're going to oh do? God. Like, okay. Um, so you're going to. Well, okay, but, here, but the, here you go. Hold on, I got, Tug's got an idea. All right, I want to hear. It. Hey, Dirk, come here for a second. Are, the animals are are like locked in cages, so it's gonna have to be more than a slide of handshake to blow a, a <laughs> small gust of wind and unlock a cage and take a rat out real quick. And the cage is I try and throw a dagger and kill the rat, so we have nothing to steal, so we can move on. Uh, okay. <laughs> what do you think about that, Dirk? I wanted to steal the rat. Listen, you guys have five You're not gonna pieces. Sell us an animal now. You can just buy the rat without killing it. You want to just do that? Carl, <laughs> let's get out of here, man. I can't allow you to steal anything. It, it goes right. against uh, my moral code. Uh, the whole time you okay. guys are, Since uh, my compatriots are lame, I'll just buy the fucking rat. <laughs> oh, good. Thank goodness. I, I was overhearing you guys talking about killing it. And I don't know what was happening, but fine. Yeah, give me your five gold pieces. Here's your rat. She hands you, she hands you a, a, a cage and this like little uh, like scroungy uh, dark brown rat. It's about about like five inches long, maybe. Um, is kind of scurrying around, but you you take it with you. Okay, uh, and real she talk. Says, Tug tries to steal uh, the money that no. Durf just gave to the old lady. She says, uh, "Okay, get on, get on your merry little way now. Go do something else." Nope, I have slide of hand. I'm, I'm going for it. to help Tug steal the money back. Okay, all right, all right, Tug, go ahead, give it a shot. <laughs> Roll a d20. Twenty-one. God damn it! All right, uh, <laughs> as she. As she turns around uh, to kind of like go back to other customers, uh, you reach into her back pocket and take the five gold pieces back. Now, do you do this? Do you tell Durf you're doing this? Or are you just no, want 10 not. gold pieces? Of course not. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. So you guys, uh, you walk out of this tent. Um, you still see across the way this lady with a bunch of knickknacks. And then kind of to your left, there's this uh, dart throwing game. Uh, Jill has been watching this this whole time, just kind of following you guys around, not saying anything. Uh, I think we should go to the dart throwing game. Dart throwing game, let's do yeah. it. Okay, all right. You guys, I'd like to up. bring Jill along with me. Of course, yeah, yeah. Jill, Jill is kind of like trailing at your heels, no matter where you go. Um, so you guys are going to head over to that dart throwing game, and uh, old man sees you guys kind of approach his little makeshift um, like countertop um, that just goes like right above Jill's head. 
and says, step right up, step right up, try my dart throwing game. Hit the right target and you win a prize. Who's ready? Five gold pieces apiece, a, a throw. Who's ready? I, I am ready, good sir. Oh, let's see those five gold pieces. And not only pieces. that, I would like to make a wager. A wager, say? could be interested what do you what do you mean what kind of wager i have my younger sister jill with me mm, yeah yes i have five gold pieces i bet my five to your 20 that if you put an apple atop her head i will hit it with said dart are you this well, they're daggers. They're not darts, but okay. Daggers? You said darts? You did that say seems, darts. Say if you have seems, darts, I can throw darts. I can throw daggers. I can throw anything. These are, these are, I wouldn't want to harm your little sister. These are actual sharp, real daggers. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and decline that wager. That sounds pretty dangerous and, uh, you know, insurance and liabilities and whatnot. Uh, can't be responsible for that. Coward. <laughs> well... <laughs> Potato, potato. Uh, you want to try the game anyway? I suppose. Okay, all right. This guy has the same voice as the animal lady. This is suspicious. It might be the same person. <laughs> oh, wait. Was I doing that? Okay. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Hug isn't falling for it. He knows it's the old lady, and he tries to pull her wig off. Oh, oh, what are you doing? Stop. Okay, all right, all right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, like I was saying a dagger game yes okay here's a dagger here's a dagger uh there's six targets on the wall behind me you are gonna throw your dagger at one of the targets uh on a randomly selected target behind one which uh lies a great prize i choose but the smallest target <laughs> that would be they were they're all they're all the same size Give me two daggers, and I will hit two targets. Well, then, then that's ten gold pieces. Yeah, you do really don't understand how this game works, do you? Okay, five gold Are pieces, one target. Are we what? Okay, all right, here's a dagger. So uh, what you're going to do, Brian, is you're going to roll... I'm sorry, uh, Carl, with a K. You're going to roll a d6, and I'm going to roll a d6, and if we get the same number, you're going to uh, win a prize. Don't, so just roll a d6, not my modifier? Roll a d <laughs> No, you don't add a modifier to target. Oh, I have a modifier. You just roll a d6. Roll a d6. I got one. Okay, I got a two. So you uh, you hit the uh, first target on the top left, and you hear this bah, 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 noise. Oh, sorry. Sorry about your luck. Anybody else? Anybody else? I demand another five? dagger. Well, that's five gold pieces. Thank you very much. Have daggers. I, Tug has daggers. Wild. He slips in one. What'd you say? Tug has daggers. I slip uh, Carl with a K1. Um, you don't have my daggers. Throw the dagger! Throw, I throw the dagger. You throw the dagger and it hits a target and nothing happens because it's not this guy's dagger. Tug elects to not do anything more here because it's super lame and he wants to go see the knickknacks. Alright, well actually, uh, what Jill, Jill is kind of standing by Carl's side, and uh, and she looks up, um, kind of peeks her head up above above this counter, and and she says, um, can, can I give it a try? And she actually pulls five gold pieces out of her little dress. She's like, I've I've been saving up some money for this festival, um, and and I would I would love to try try your little game. 
And he's like, ah, well, um, I guess uh, five gold pieces is five gold pieces. Here you go. Why don't you uh, give it a shot? Just just toss it and uh, we'll see what happens. And uh, she hits the target in the kind of center bottom uh, uh, level of this. And you hear this ding, 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 ding. And he says, ah, we have a winner. We have a winner. Very good, little girl. And he pulls out of his like, church festival apron um a little a coupon and he says i tell you what you do with this prize uh right across the street there there's an old woman and she's selling a bunch of knickknacks this here is a voucher uh for one free item under under 10 gold pieces you kind of doubled your money there you see and she says oh oh thank you sir thank you um and she's just beaming with uh excitement about beating her brother and, and, and winning this prize when he lost. <laughs> Carl sucks. <laughs> All right, so you guys leave this guy, um, and you cross the street uh, to this woman, and and, and she says, um, <laughs> let's try to do a different voice than uh, all the other two. Uh, she says, oh, hello, <coughs> and, and welcome to my store. Um, I've got plenty of things for sale here. Uh, what were you interested in? And um, Jill from behind you, Carl, uh, she holds out her voucher with like, uh, she's just so excited to, to do this. And she says, I, I get one, I get one item um, under 10 gold pieces, ma'am. And she says, oh, that's great. Well, and she directs her to like this spot on the table where there's a bunch of old, like dusty stuff. Um, nothing that's really looks like it's worthwhile. And um, Jill kind of scans the area for a little bit, um, looks over a few things, uh, and she points to something that's kind of in the back of the table. Um, and it's this long wooden uh, box, uh, very plain, just like an oak box with a lid. Um, and she says, I want, I want that, please. And the old lady says, oh, I actually just, just found that this morning on my way in. Um, I, I suppose uh, if it's there, I, I have to give it to you. Um, and she, she takes the voucher out of her hand and, uh, Jill grabs the box and goes like running off, uh, down the street with it. Just super excited. Uh, I, I laugh at her scampering away and I slap Carl with a K on the back. I was like, what a great plot device she was. <laughs> and, I, like, and I look at all the other cool knickknacks on the table and I'd like to see if I spot anything shiny or, or anything else of interest. Okay, why don't you do a, uh, a perception check? All right. Roll a d20. A uh, five. A five. Uh, uh, so I just went blind, essentially. I, yeah, you, uh, you see a table and everything's just blurry <laughs> on it. Um, so you, you're like, ah, shit, I forgot my glasses. Uh, a glaucoma's flaring up. Right. Uh, all right, good deal. So um, you guys kind of like go in and out of a bunch of different other places uh, throughout this festival. Um, find some more beer and and shop around a little bit. Um, Tug, you, you think you could spend your ten gold pieces on anything, or you want to like keep them? I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to them for now. All right. So um, yeah. All right. Cool. So uh, you guys are finished. Uh, you eventually run across Jill because, um, Carl, you're supposed to be kind of like keeping an eye on her. And um, she she's still like clutching this this case. Um, 
And as you kind of walk up to her, she opens it and she pulls out this big piece of like parchment, this big rolled up piece of parchment. Um, and she's so excited to see what it is. She unrolls this parchment um, and it's completely blank. It's just a big, just blank piece of paper. Paper, And um, she kind of looks a little disheartened, but uh, she's still got a sweet wooden case. So she she puts the paper back in there and, uh, and closes the wooden box up um, and kind of follows you guys back to uh, Carl's house where you guys spend the rest of the evening kind of like laughing, joking, talking about the day. Um, and you eventually uh, kind of have a slumber party and uh, fall asleep. Hold on. Before we fall asleep, I'd like to do something in character. Okay. <laughs> Tug cracks a cold one and you sleep. All right. So you guys, um, you wake up the next morning, um, kind of groggy from all, being a little hungover from uh, last night. Um, and you walk up into the main living space and you see Carl's mother kind of like pacing back and forth. Um, and she's looking real concerned. Um, and she says, do, do you know where Jill is? Do you know where Jill is? Probably dead. Well, <laughs> that's not, that's nothing to joke about, Tug. Carl, Carl, you were supposed to watch her last night. What happened? We came home and she went to sleep. Go, go look in her room. There's, there's. She's gone. And, and see. Fine, I'll go look in her room. Jeez. All right. All right. So you guys go to Jill's room and you see basically her like uh, wardrobe is kind of like broken open. Um, and there's some like clothes hanging out. And uh, do a perception check. Why don't you do a group perception check? Everybody roll a d20. Four. Four. <laughs> I got a four. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you guys all got fours. Yeah. That's ridiculous. We're a, we're a group. We stay together. You all does, collectively I, I a, run into the door as you work. walk into. What did you, you say? I have like uh, I have three because of my modifier in perception because my wisdom. Yeah, you add so your perception before we leave her room. So did you roll a one or a four? I rolled a four. Okay, so it's seven total. Yeah. Okay. So you you take your roll and you add your perception modifier. Okay. And when you guys said four, was that with your modifiers or with... I'm just trying to figure yes. out how we do this. Yep. So you guys Modifier both... already one. calculated in. Wow. This is a good is start. Is perception modifier? Your perception modifier is on your skills, no, on your character literally sheet. in perception. All right. So, um, Durf, you actually spot on the ground uh, in her room, kind of on the rug, you spot a um, the wooden case open. Um, and you kind of see, you see the parchment paper that's been, uh, kind of like sprawled out on the, on the ground. Um, and there's a, there's a big piece ripped out of it and you, you actually see writing on it, um, that you didn't see, uh, yesterday. You see the whole thing is kind of filled out, um, with this map of, uh, it looks like Woodhaven from what you've kind of seen in, in books around. Um, and it's the area around Woodhaven, like you've never seen it before. Um, and the, uh, the page, the piece of the page that's ripped out is right where, uh, the, the misty wood is, which is just North of the city. Um, dogs barking. You, um, <clears throat> you hear wolves in the distance. <laughs> uh, so, so this misty wood, you guys know, because as, as like kids, you guys hung out and used to like go there and, 
um, do some like pretend adventures and stuff. To the leaky toad. <laughs> I I agree. We need to have some drinks and figure this whole situation out. I'm I'm going to wander to the misty wood. You all can go to the leaky toad if you wish. I'm going to search for Jill. Yeah, your courage is going to be up on a couple sweaty toads. True or not true, we- Druid? I agree. Wait away in there, Chief. All right. <laughs> to the forest! You guys run into the leaky cauldron, grab a couple sweaty toads real quick, and then you head to go find his missing little sister, you assholes. Um, well, we feel much better, though. The dagger man is distracted by Tug and Carl. Um, I would like to rob him. Jesus. Okay. All right. I'm going to. Okay. This is. This is going to get edited out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just make this, this clear. Because this is not going well. You guys are not thieves. Or murderers. You're like good, <laughs> drunk, college, educated people. We can't just co- continually rob everyone you see. Please edit this into the end of the podcast. <laughs> like after our exit music. <laughs> okay. Can we just can we just play like without trying to steal everything, please? I haven't tried to steal anything yet. But my profession is burglar. But you steal from the rich and give to the poor. These people aren't rich. They're like traveling merchants. But he's being a dick. 